All right, guys, welcome to the Respectable Woman Podcast. It's your girl, MB. And today's episode is Respectable Dating. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, I'm drinking my coffee. It's a Sunday, lazy Sunday afternoon, but I'm happy to be here with um, someone who I don't even know how to put a label on you. Um, minister. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Minister <laughs> Latisa <laughs> Harris, <laughs> girl. Um, mm. I'm gonna try real hard not to curse on this episode, <laughs> out of respect. Make sure this episode don't have the e on on the episode so explicit. Um, but hello, Latisa. Hello, Michelle. How girl, are you? I am fine. <laughs> you know better. <laughs> You know how to put a label on me. You know, we. You know we have a history. We do, and I'm gonna talk about it. I'm gonna talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about it first. Yes. And so, um, <laughs> I I was thinking about this. I didn't know who referred me to you. Um, but guys, Tisa, she was doing my hair when I was getting relaxers, and this was at least 2003. At the earliest, yeah, 2003, I feel like, um, and I was, at that time, I talked about this on Facebook, um, my PCOS diagnosis, and so at a certain point, I had, like, stand up in my crown, um, and I was trying to like just build my hair stronger and make it longer because uh, at one point it was a whole bald spot there mm-hmm. and so I had cut my hair off went natural and I was just like I'm, I don't have what it takes to keep up natural hair so I went back um, to a relaxer and someone told me um, it may have been Nakia someone told me to come to you whatever happened I ended up in your chair and um, and we just built this friendship with that just it just it just started it evolved and like a deep spiritual relationship and so we've been laughing the whole time i've been here because i'm watching this woman now (laughs) y'all and i'm just keep looking at her and i'm like she a whole grown lady you know (laughs) and i'm watching her on facebook and of course i'm feeling like a proud you know, big sister, mentor, whatever, because that's the relationship we had. Yeah. Just so I, I have to tell her how proud I am. I really yeah. am. I look at you and I'm like, well, this she is doing it. Thank like, the, remember the conversations we had, and I mean, even ministries that we even talked about, yeah. and um, it real images just mirror some of the stuff that we talked about. Yeah. And so it's just I look at you and I'm like this really is flushing out, you know, it's yeah. materializing and coming into fruition. Every, a, lot of, a lot of the stuff that we talked about, I'm watching, watching you do it and have watched it evolve. And <laughs> she, I, I shake my head. I really do oh, sometimes. And I mean that, not because I'm on your, your podcast. I know. But I mean it. Thank Very you. proud. Thank you. I still feel like folks' baby, though. Like, I don't feel... Around certain people, I'm not. I will never be grown around certain people. I mean, I'm just 
really telling you how I feel about just watching you. But in my hands, you would still be my, you know, yeah. you would still be my baby. Okay, that you makes know? me feel oh, better. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm just telling you how proud I am. But in my hands, you would still be my baby. I'm like, no, we're not going to do that. Yes, you can do this. No, we can't. I mean, really, you know, I've always told you the yes. truth. Yes. I've yes. always been honest. Yes. And that's how I would be. And it would be like a protective, yes. like, no, we, we're not going to, you know, go here. We're not going to do this. And, and I'll be honest, I would still be ready to, you know, not do right about you. I know. Can I make that? Can I yeah, say that? You can oh, say okay. that. You can say that. You can say that. Yeah. Someone has to be responsible for yes. this. Uh, yes. <laughs> and I'm really blessed to have a few people. Someone asked me last night, um, how, how did you get through uh, a traumatic experience? And I was like, oh, I had this person, this person, this person, this person. And they said, oh, you had a village. And I said, mm-hmm. yeah. I said, mm-hmm. I have been, I am, the, the word I used was I am um, spiritually privileged. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is good. I, I feel it mm-hmm. as a privilege. Yes. And I, I have that now even. And I'm 45. Yeah. You know, and I feel like that. I'm spiritually full. I'm spiritually wealthy. Mm. He has really placed people in my life that, I mean, you would, I don't know how you call a woman, I guess someone you can glean from and someone that I have, just this one lady, you know, that God has just put in my life that I'm wealthy. How can you be wealthy with just one person? You know, if that makes sense. But he has done that, and it's not just one, but she's just one that is just transcend, you know. So yeah. I understand what you're saying, yeah. you know, being spiritual wealth and blessed. And it's not even a uh, blood r- relation, and yeah. not even someone, I didn't know Michelle as a five-year-old girl, right. you know. Or a six-year-old girl. Yeah. You know, when I met you, you, you know. I thought I was grown. <laughs> yes. He thought you were grown. So, but for us to develop that, you know, by sitting in my chair and then even the meetings we had. Yeah. You know, and just watching you evolve and being able to pour into you. And you don't know how much you even influenced me as well. No. To see your drive, you know, yeah. and to see somebody. With, cause you've always been mature. I, I, I feel like that. Yeah. You know, you've always been mature, and to just watch you be driven, also yeah. is was inspiration for me. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, that's that's our story in a short <laughs> version. Um, Very short. <laughs> I feel like we'll probably get into a little bit more into it with the topics. Um, but before we start diving into respectable dating um i asked my guests to describe what the respectable woman is to them and i feel like i know what you're about to say so i'm interested to know what your answer is going to be be forcefully into the mic and tell us the responsible woman mm -hmm. and i think i'm probably going to surprise you but to me a respectable woman is someone that has boundaries Mm. um because and someone also too if okay so myself I've had to learn how to be respectable if that makes sense mm-hmm. you know because of the labels 
I'm mm-hmm. gonna be transparent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The labels that were put on me did not depict that. It didn't say that I was going to be her. Mm. I had to decide. I had to decide against all of the odds and against the labels to to be respected. Yeah. And I had it was to me natural, but now that I think about it, I lis- I had to think about it, you know, because I didn't know mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, some I'm if I follow what I've heard and what I've seen and what the labels for me, well, I w- it wouldn't have been. I would have been all out. Mm. I would have been all out. Mm. And to be honest, I'm of course have evolved and, and I'm a different woman now. And when you met me, yeah. I was a different woman, of yeah. course. But when I started dating, I'm talking about living, because I'm sure there will be generations to listen to this. Yes. So when I started out, what we consider dating was not, res- I wasn't. Yeah. Just being honest, I wasn't. Because I was dating hurt. <sighs> Don't mm-hmm. blow like that. But it's, I'm sorry, it's, you're bringing it. Yeah, it's real. I was dating hurt. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, I'm not going to value myself as much as I should have been, even though. So I'm gonna date hurt, so I don't have the boundaries that I should have had. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna get get my worth from this person yeah. and not having my own worth. So then my boundaries are expanded. Mm-hmm. What I should have been limited to and limiting him to and you know, them to, I'm going to go outside of those because I'm hurt. Yeah. And I'm looking for validation. My goodness. I'm looking for validation. Yeah. And I'm looking for my worth in somebody else. And if I will if I will please them and if I will overstep my boundaries and go there to accommodate them, mm-hmm. then am I being respectful? You know, mm-hmm. if I'm letting myself go all out. Mm-hmm. If I'm dating hurt, and a lot of us do. Mm. Well, that's the episode, y'all. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> the shortest episode ever. That is good. That is the truth. Well, you know the next episode is going to be respectfully, here's my boundary. Mm. that's the next episode I didn't know that yeah I hadn't announced it like I I should have probably put all the episode titles out there but I want people to kind of like tune in so they know what's coming in but that's the next episode Mm. Peronda's coming in to do that oh wow I I, you know I didn't know that Uh but that's that's what happens yeah that's the boundaries go out the window you know and I know this is an old term but when you're thirsty yeah you know, I think people still say thirsty. thirsty. Do they still say? Okay. I say it. Well, when you thirsty, mm-hmm. you will. You know, you go all out. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, let's let's get into it. Um, we so the term dating. Mm-hmm. I um, 
I didn't know that there was a difference in. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the way I defined dating was the term, was the definition for dating, right? So I feel like dating is going out, um, getting to know a person that's beyond Netflix and chill or just hanging out at someone's house. It's going out, uh, having some different experiences with a person, getting to know a person. That's how I define dating. Um, I said to a guy maybe last year that I wanted to like go out, grab a drink and like kick it. Like, let's hang out. And his response to me was, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm like, what's that have to, what does that have to do? (laughs) What's that got to do with? So I just start having conversations with another guy who's older and I said something like that to him and he's deep in in the Gen X generation. And he said, Oh, that sounds like some millennial stuff right there. How? And I was like, Huh. <laughs> um and he was like, Yeah, he was like, Gen X would never like for him it was just so easy to say, Let's go have a conversation over a meal which to me is like dating um now I wouldn't classify what he and I are doing our dating we're still getting to know each other but still that to me feels very light and very natural and very easy and I didn't understand how going out already like went down the road to relationship but when he said that when he said that's the millennial stuff I was like so is dating all relative and is it by generation um which kind of makes the topic even more complicated like we yeah. know we know coming into this topic is going to be complicated oh, and yes. we're not going to be we're not fixing anything mm-hmm. we're just putting some stuff on That's the table right. for people to think about and talk about mm-hmm. um but you said before we started recording you had this conversation with your sister last night so how yeah. do you define dating and in that conversation with your sister like yeah well, how did that go okay so we basically came to the conclusion that it's based on the generation mm. where you come i mean which generation you come up in because when you hear dating i hear like we're two people trying to get it to know each other and we're headed somewhere right so we we know boundaries we know getting to know what other person's future what they're thinking how can we interact and i have a um it's intentional you know Mm -hmm. i have a purpose Mm -hmm. you know and where someone younger is like um we're with you know i'm going on a date you know and then date and dating so i'm going to be going with more than one person you know, a generation, maybe younger generation, is when they say I'm dating, I'm not with someone exclusively and I'm going with multiple people. Right. You know, trying to figure out if there's one of them. Right, <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That I do want to start getting to know. Right. And so it's going to be whichever generation, you you know, you're in. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I say it, because of where I am now, I'm I'm date I'm going with one person, and we are getting to know each other, and we're going to have an intent on, okay, is this something that we're going to pursue further? Yeah, 
you know, where somebody else may be, I'm just going, we're either going to talk, you know, we're going to have fun. You know, I'm not really trying, I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm, I'm just dating, I'm just having fun. You know, I'm just trying to, you know, get out, get out of the house, go have a meal. Yeah. Like I said, nothing that is, intent, you know, really purposeful or intentional. Right. So it depends on the generation, I believe. And also where a person is. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. that is also another, we need to define something. Yeah. You know, because like if you say it and you say to someone else, okay, well, we're, date, we, we're dating, we're just going out, we're just hanging out, we're just having a good time. But you got to think about this. There's maybe, we're going to say a man. Mm-hmm. If I'm spending my money, I, oh, come on. If I'm spending my money and I'm putting in this time and this effort, you know, then I think that we, we got some, we going somewhere and we doing something. Like so the best thing to do is to be open and honest. And okay, when you say dating, what do you mean? Right. Is this what you mean? Are we are we on the same page? Right. And I can say that I don't I don't know if you want me to go a little bit further with me and my husband now. We had we were on the same page. Yeah. Which made we we had a definition. Yeah. Of dating. Then. Yeah. So you need to make sure that your definition and this and his definition or whatever is the same. Is the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that communication up front because yeah. it gets awkward. Yeah. That makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because I, I find myself feeling that um, <laughs> I can only speak about men my age because that's been my only interaction. But I feel like now men my age feel like if they're going to pay for the meal, they're getting something in return for it. They're either paying for the meal or paying for the good time or paying for the um, gathering, the experience, whatever the date is. And they're going to get some eventually. If not that night, they're working to get some. Or they're spending the money to um, to be in a relationship. So I think that's where the track is. But it to me, when you were talking, I was thinking about when you said generation, it flipped back to me about the old folks, the elders, my elders. Um, sorry to my 60 plus people who are <laughs> listening because I do have some that listen. <laughs> I mean that in the best country um, endearment that I can. But, um, you know, they dated differently. I remember my mama telling me um, when I was in my early 20s, maybe late teens, get your three boyfriends and out of those three boyfriends, see which one you want to be your husband. I said, mama, that's crazy. Like, because I'm like really um, loyal. And so I just couldn't see myself dating three people now my age they call it building your team which i feel like right now that's probably where i'm about to go i'm sorry (laughs) i'm just gonna build a team i'm sorry that's just probably where i'm gonna be at but she was like yeah mama did that um my grandmother and she made the best decision that was for her when she chose my grandfather to be her husband um, but she definitely didn't, she made sure she had options. Mm-hmm. And so that was the advice my grandmother gave to my mom and my mom gave down to me. And I thought it was crazy at the time, but I kind of see some value in it now because now it's cycling back and the younger generation is doing it that way. Like I'm going to get to know different people and then out of getting to know those different people, I'm going to see which one I have the strongest connection to. And then that may be the one. 
Now, the old folks weren't around here getting it in either. Well, they kind of were. But <laughs> <laughs> they weren't traditionally out here sexually free like, like we are now. So it, the dynamics were different. Okay, I'm glad you said that. Okay, so in that, what you're saying that sexually free, because this is something that is, 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 is heavy, and it's, but it's real, and it is so needed for people to understand. Yeah. Okay, so if you're sexually free, and you're dating, and even if it's just the three, you, like you just mentioned, yeah. if it's just the three, have you considered, have your generation considered the soul ties? Because it's real. Yeah, they don't. They don't consider it. Okay, but I need to put this out there. I want people to hear this yeah. because it's real. So you you have these three, uh, we, we're just saying three yeah. because of what you just said. Yeah. And so if you're sexually free, you have these three interactions that are tied, three, three relationships and these four souls because mm -hmm. if you, get, mm -hmm. you have these four mm -hmm. souls that are intertwining. Just get a visual. Yeah. Of how that looks. Yeah. And what that's going to do to a person's emotional and mental state. Yeah. You're going to be pulled in four different directions. If you look at what that looks like, just say if you were to sit in a chair and you are that one person sitting in the chair, but you have four different souls trying to get up out of that chair going in four different directions. Mm. What does that look like? It's chaos. It's chaos and it's insanity. Mm -hmm. So you wonder why you having so many emotional and mental breakdowns yep. because you got all of this going on. No one person is built to handle all of that. Yep. And I'm telling you from experience, yeah. there is no one person's and you got so much soul trauma yep. and what I did research on soul abuse mm. which is deep and then you're trying to after you choose or say you choose the one out of the three what happened to the other soul ties yep. they didn't just leave because you decided on the one Yeah, you still, still got that going on they're still there and and you're right and I think that even with you can take the you can take the religion out of that statement and just make it it's just so it's just energy like a lot of people you know like a lot of people and I do too like I talk energy I talk all of it but um for me I'm going to take on this person's energy I'm gonna take on this and I'm just speaking for me I'm gonna I'm 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 a sensitive person. I don't, I won't say that I'm an empath. I don't think I quite, I'm quite at that definition, but I'm definitely sensitive. And so I'm going to take on that person's energy. I'm going to take on that person's stress. There have been times where I've, um, and even back when I was, when I, when I met you, like even when I was 19, 20, um, and prior to that, if I was having sex with a guy and it was like the one guy I was having sex with, like I knew when something just wasn't right. They were like, I don't understand how, they said it years later, I don't understand. I will be in the middle about to make a very bad decision and you would call. Yes. And so that is, that is sharing and absorbing someone's energy. And so 
you can call it what you want to call it for people who are like, oh, I don't believe in the soul type stuff. You can, you can do it, say, say it how you want to say it, or people like, I don't believe in the energy stuff. But it's still the same thing. You're still connecting with someone. You're still absorbing and having this transfer with somebody, and you're trying to keep yourself in check. It is a full-time job for me to keep mm -hmm. my energy in check all, all day, all week, you know. And if I'm still trying to keep my energy in check and now I got your energy yes. <laughs> in here competing with mm -hmm. me and it's not compatible and mm -hmm. it's not feeling me, it's actually stressing me out, then yeah, it's chaotic if I got to deal with your energy, that energy, that energy, that soul, that soul, that soul, all up through here. It ain't enough sage and meditation and prayer in the world. Because <laughs> that's it's just what it is. It's insanity and chaos. That's it's a lot yeah. for any person. You yeah. know? And Well, let me be clear about my team. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you look at me. I'm looking at you. <laughs> I don't want to have sex with every member of my team. Look at me. Yeah, Help me now, you. Lord Jesus. I don't want to have sex with every member of my team. Cause I I, because really, the way things... For me and life is going, when I see out here in these streets, it's not even built that way because it is very hard. I know we're going to talk about it later. It's very hard to find a man that, for me, like, to find a man that that is um, mentally and spiritually complete, right? So, if I have someone in my life that is like, I'm going to make sure that everything around here is taken care of. If you got something that you want taken care of, I got it. That may, that is not going to be the person that's going to take me out or probably have sex with me because they don't have the capacity to do it all. And then the person who was like, well, yeah, let's go and have dinner and let's go do this is not going to have the capacity. You, you get what I'm saying? So it's not like I'm looking to, because I, I can't do that. Like now that I've been through some stuff and I've done my inner work and I'm focused on my stuff and my energy and I have my boundaries, I'm not out here looking to have sex but well I am but <laughs> if I'm be honest with you I'm sorry I gotta be honest but I'm not looking to be out here I'm not looking to be out here just getting it in with everybody okay so if y'all can see my face right now you ain't, you ain't feeling just, it I am not right at all because I'm looking at now, this is my little baby, okay? I'm not having sex right now, mama. Okay, <laughs> but I'm just saying, because we got to get this out here, okay? Okay. We got to get this out here. Okay, I understand. I know, because I did it. I, I didn't I didn't wait. Yeah. I didn't wait until, and I know we're going to get into that. Yeah. Okay, but I didn't wait until after, you know, I had gotten to a certain point in my life where I knew that I was sold out for Christ. Yeah. You know, so... I'm now I'm hearing this from that perspective. Yeah, yeah. And even when she was coming in the beauty shop, she know I'm like, uh, uh, no, ma'am. You know, we we're not gonna do that. Okay, but at this point, yeah. she's a grown woman, and all I can do is give her the eye. You know, so if y'all can see my face on here, I'm looking at her like, girl. Okay. Anyway, I understand, and I know um, that this has to be um, open because I know people are not waiting. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I understand that. You should, because I know what goes along with it, so I'm going to say that. Right. I know the emotional and the mental 
turmoil and at this point when you are at the age that you are in the age that I was you know younger you don't have the capacity yeah you do not have the capacity that's why I mean and even the Bible says it's better to marry than to burn with passion mm-hmm. you know and that is a statement because God loves us and he know that when you do get in there with those soul ties you know I'm going I Come when on. you get in there with those soul ties and when you get in there with all of the emotional and the mental trauma and the things that we've gone through and then get in the intertwining and that weaving together with it, um, just fornication is what it ends up mm-hmm. being. You have so much on your soul and so much that's just gnawing away and you got guilt going Mm. you got i mean so much that is tied to making that decision and you do not have the capacity to handle it at that point yeah you don't it's just what it is i mean no we do you know i I done i did it yeah but knowing what i know now i'm going to tell and i'm gonna get it out there big i'm gonna say it's better to wait it is, and that's just because of all that it brings. Yeah, you know, yes, that pl- it's pleasurable. Yeah, at that time, and when you go, th- but at some point, all that starts colliding, and you got these just explosions of emotions and mental, and you got depression going on. You, I mean, mm-hmm, it's just so much mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you not only, like you said, you all only have yourself, you got the other person's self, and then. Lord have mercy if they got others. You got all that crazy. You got all of that going on. And then I mean, you it's do. just it's a lot and <laughs> Lord help. Well, and it goes into um that pain. Like I know Ooh. we're talking about that. Um because and just going back a little bit, you know, because you was you bear witness to the one relationship that I had where I we were celibate for a whole year, mm-hmm. um, and even that, um, it was it was a great relationship. It was a great experience. It still it will be one that I carry with me the rest of my life, mm-hmm. even in how everything transpired. Um, because we had a whole year of not just getting to know each other, but building a bond. Right. You know, and so I definitely know what that feels like. And I definitely know that experience. And I, you know, I want people to understand, like, no one is coming in here judging. Mm -mm, No. But there's just another side that people don't talk about openly or talk about it to where it's still in a loving um, space and not of you having sex, you going to hell. You know, no, no, no. <laughs> you know, but yeah. because that's and how see, people are usually mm-hmm. talked to about I'm, it. And I when know I'm this saying is different. it, yes, and because I'm saying it out of I the the what what I felt, yes, and not wanting anybody else to have to go, go through, through that. That's where I'm coming from. Go through it. That's just like I told the young people. I used to talk to them in your time. If I tell you that if you've been down and try to pick up that snake, that snake is going to bite you. Yes. Because I was bitten. Yes. And you still got to bend down and pick that snake up. 
Somebody help me with that. Yeah. That's the reason why I'm saying it. It's yeah. not from, because I can't judge. Right. Because I did it. Right. I didn't have anybody telling me both sides. Right. You know what I mean? It was right. just, you're going to go to hell. You know, don't do right. that. Right. They didn't tell <laughs> No, tell me what's, what's going to happen. Right. And the repercussions. Right. And everything that's going to be tied to it. Yeah. That's why I'm saying it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I can't judge anybody. Right. Because I would be, be have to be judged judge myself. myself. You mm-hmm. know? But what I'm saying is, you know how I cared about and still do yeah. about you guys. I had so many young women to come sit in my chair that I build bonds with. And now I'm seeing these beautiful women yeah. get married, have babies. And I'm like, wow, I'm so proud. But I was able to talk to them from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. That don't do that, you know, because I did that, mm-hmm. and it's going to hurt you. It's gonna hurt. It's going to hurt. I don't care. It's going to hurt you. Yeah. You know, not saying that all. Some people defy the odds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some people defy mm-hmm. the odds. Yeah. But for the most part, that thing is going to get messy. Yeah. And it gets messy because, like, you opened up with. People are going through their own pain. Um, And you take on that pain too. And if you are a person who is naturally inclined to want to heal or have the ability to heal or have the ability, I talked about in the last episode, um, I have to check myself on being the fixer because a lot of times, um, sometimes someone asks me to do it. And sometimes they don't. And that's a boundary I have to check both ways. Um, did someone ask me to go in and do that? Or if they did, is this my is this is this my um torch to carry mm-hmm. and bear? Because sometimes it's it's not. It's not my business. Mm-hmm. Um so in that, if I'm taking on someone that's that's a partner and they have this pain, of course I wanna help you. Of course I want to heal it. Of course, I want to be the person that when you're with me, you feel better and mm-hmm. you feel loved. But again, at what cost? Because now I'm taking on that pain and now you've transferred that in me. And so I'm not saying it's malicious, but I'm saying that when you're dating and this is even going beyond sex, this is just. If you're dating, taking mm-hmm. on someone and trying to get to know someone, and let's say you're having a celibate relationship or you're practicing, practicing celibacy, but this person has pain that they're not going through the proper channels to try to address. They're not doing the inner work. They're not going to therapy. They're not doing, they want you to be their counselor, their therapist. Um, that has a weight on you too. And on the flip side, you got some good people out here that won't connect with another good person because they run around here still hurt, hurt from the person that may have drained them or the person who took advantage of them or the person that wasn't right because you didn't you didn't go into your intuition and your discernment um, and you, you picked up that snake anyway and you got bit and you didn't even try to address that wound and clear that wound and that thing is pulsating and affected. It's, right. And I told you about the other, just the other night. Um, I'm getting down the side of the bed to pray, guys. And this is what happened. Just this onslaught of trauma and pain and hurt that I felt from people. Mm -hmm. Just people dropping in my spirit. 
And it's like, this is what's happening. Nobody knows how, how, how am I going to be your antidote when mm. I need an antidote? Mm. I need some medicine. I'm trying to be your medicine and I need some. Mm. We all need different doses. But if I need some medicine and you come along and I am trying to be your medicine and I need some. We just hurt people. We hurt people. And so impatient that I got to be with somebody. But I got to be with somebody at the detriment of my own self. Mm. How unloving is that? Mm. For your own self. Yeah. How unlo- I, I can't even be gentle. I can't even be tender with myself. Yeah. Because I'm trying to rush into a relationship with somebody else that's hurting just as bad as I am. Yeah. How beautiful will it be, would it be hmm. to be patient with myself, get healed and whole, mm-hmm. and expect this beautiful relationship mm-hmm. instead of trying to jump into something that I know is going to explode mm-hmm. because I feel it brewing inside of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if it's already brewing inside of me, and then too, wh- how am I, why would I not? Love somebody else enough, even I'm not, and even if it's not really, you know, I'm like Morphin Griffin love or that kind of love, but love another person enough, yeah, not to make them sick, yeah, because that's just like we've with Corona, the the virus. If you know you were coughing and sick, why did you go to work, yeah, and take it to somebody else? If you <laughs> had a uh, hundred five other people down with right, you. I had a hundred and four fever, and I'm still fixing to go in here with all these people and take them down too, yeah. That's just like if I should care about people enough yeah. not to take them down, that I know I'm sick. Yeah. You know, I know I'm broken. I know I have this heartbreak, this heartbreak and this pain that's still lingering. Mm. And I'm finna impart it to somebody else. Mm. Mm. That's what it that's that's what it is. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm imparting it to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. That's deep. It's the truth. It's the truth. And <laughs> so I was telling you about my interaction last night. And I'm sitting here drinking coffee, y'all, because I was <laughs> up past my bedtime. Um, but, and I said it was interesting that this experience happened right before this episode. This episode was going to happen. Like, everything is in order. I'm going to show you the tablet when we stop recording. Um, but ended up going out with this guy last night just getting to know each other but like we've had long conversations this week like long conversations on the phone stayed in the restaurant to the restaurant closed last night just you know just having conversations and at one point he looked at me and I couldn't even fault him he looked at me and said please don't take this the wrong way I was like okay <laughs> <laughs> He said, just in my interactions with you, I feel that there's something in you that you are blocking. There is a passion. You are a passionate woman, but there is something that you keep reserved 
and you don't really go fully into that passion. Um, he said, I don't know where that block came from. I don't know where it started. However, if you let that go and allow yourself to be freer, you would have more fun in life and you would just be, um, whatever relationship you would get into, you will be able, that man would do whatever you want him to do. And I just, and he was like, and that concerns me. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh. He said, that concerns mm-hmm. me. Um, he said, do you, does that make sense? I said, yeah, basically, um, like if we ever connected and, and we had this intense um, connection back and forth, you wouldn't know how to hold and you wouldn't know if you had the capacity to hold the passion that I could give. And he was like, that's exactly right. Um, and I thought that was the most honest thing a man had ever said to me. It made me think back on other, you know, conversations or, um, you know, things will go well with somebody and then it kind of dials back real quick. And I'm like, well, what happened? What did I do? Because he made it very clear. He said, if I ever told you no, it's not because of you or anything that you've done. It's because... If I ever tell you no, it's going to be because I don't want to hurt you, I don't want to get hurt, or I don't want both of us to be hurt at the same time. And I was like, wow. Um, Okay. Because I do bring a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. Um, But I never had nobody reflect that back to me like that. Um, And I just think if everybody was honest in that regard, even with him saying, I don't know if I can hold the capacity for that, and even with me reflecting that, and I, what what made me feel away, he said later, I'm sorry I made you feel away with that statement. I said, the only reason I felt away is because you read me down through there. You know, <laughs> I said, it's not, it's not that, it's not that I felt away because you hurt my feelings. You told the truth. I was in my feelings because you just, you're getting me. to know me right. and you read me mm-hmm. through. Right. Um, because even in that, what he said was right. So even in that, there's things about me where I'm like, mm. and I've had friends say, you got to let that guard down. I, I've heard that my whole life. You got to let that guard down. Um, and so we have to do internal work with ourselves because we're about to take, to me, it was like, he recognized you going to take me through there and I may take you through there. I just want you to know I see that up front. We can stay cool. <laughs> but you're you're basically confirming what I just said. Yeah, exactly. That's why I bring it up because it's just Yes. Yeah. I'm, I mean I'm looking at this pain relief bottle that uh-huh. you have on the table. Yeah. You know? And so the pain relief is doing the inner work. Yeah. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like being willing to take the medicine. Yeah. And I, someone yesterday, I went to a, a women's um, thing at the church yesterday, and she said, and it was so profound. I mean, you it's you know it's real, but the way she said, you know how when you have I mean infection or you have um, uh, what is it antibacterial medicine mm-hmm. or whatever it is, um, and they tell you to take the full prescription, take the whole bottle, yeah. and if you stop then the infection comes back worse yep. you know what i mean because you didn't get it all and it mm-hmm. comes in that's how we want to do we start doing the inner work it gets painful and you got to identify you got to look at that thing right in the face 
And you like, ooh, uh-uh. You know, that's, that's ooh, that's too much. You know, uh-huh. that's too strong. That's too powerful. That's coming up too big that's yeah. for me. And you sink back and don't want to go through the inner work. Or it's taking too long. Yeah. Us being impatient. Yeah. And what he what you just said, he said, is that we come and you're going to hurt somebody. Yeah. Or <laughs> you're going to hurt somebody you or both of you going to be hurt. Yeah. He just, that's the confirmation. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. So that what I'm saying is I had to do it. It's been the grace of God has been the fact that I've had, I've done it while I'm married. Mm. But what had I, what even would our marriage even be like, even the more just great and magnificent had I done the work before? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The grace is though, we're still together and we're thriving with us doing the work in the marriage. In the marriage. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like y'all did work and <laughs> I was I was sitting there. <laughs> I feel like y'all did work um in the marriage and or uh, before, uh, before mm-hmm. the marriage. But I you know and it was I don't know, it was just great to witness and watch. Because everything you were manifesting, everything you were saying, it it happened. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember you even saying way before I think Mallory was thought of, you wanted her hair to be like her daddy's hair. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I mean, it was a, it was a small oh, detail. Yeah. And that baby is his twin. <laughs> But, but in 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 the dating, you guys had boundaries. Oh, yeah. You guys, you always talk to me about compromise. Mm-hmm. Um, I I remember all these things very clearly. You even talked about, you know, Michelle. You know, you can't just date somebody and they only do the things you want you like to do like you gotta Mm -hmm. figure out what they like to do too and compromise some of that and spend some and get to know a person and speak and so um i just want you to tell a little bit more about that it was it was several things that i heard you say throughout and even what was very important was you didn't give up your life purpose and your ministry Mm -hmm. even when even when your husband didn't understand it at first and you had to make it very clear to him, this this comes with me. You want me? This is a package deal. Mm-hmm. So just tell us y'all's story. So uh, I think we just talked about this uh, dynamic that, you know, a lot of people may not know mm-hmm. is that we had, had um, involvement before our actual just say we were um, engaged and dating we had taken a break because mm-hmm. we had started um, I'm going to say the wrong way everybody <laughs> might not say who we had started the wrong way Yeah, we had actually been intimate and then um, you know you, your life take another path you know you really and truly I started to really live for Christ instead of saying that I was you know mm-hmm. Christ wasn't in me mm-hmm. let me put it like that mm-hmm. and I wasn't um portraying what a Christian woman, a respectable Christian woman would be, you yeah. know, just being honest. Yeah. And then when I got to 
where basically the Lord was like, you've been a hypocrite, you know, and um, I, I know you remember the accident that I saw. Yeah. I saw a traumatic, um, fatal accident that got my attention that I could not um, ignore. Mm-hmm. And so my life had to take another direction or this, you know, I'm basically um, building my own coffin. You yeah. know, I'm, if I don't yeah. die physically, I'm spiritually dying, yeah. you know. And so it's not worth that, you know. Mm-hmm. This, these little um, passion runs and all this is, is not worth it, you know, yeah. not worth my life. Right. So I had to make a choice. And so when I got with, you know, with Spanky, um, the second time we were on a different path. But think about how hard it is to make that choice and to stick with your boundaries once you know what you get. Mm-hmm. That's what you get. Yeah. You know? Like you know you getting something good going on, but I got the weight on this. Yeah. But when you have that resolve and when you love God more than you you know, love anything else, then it was it was it was okay. Okay, so what I wanna get into is the fact that when we talking about dating and knowing boundaries and being and defining something. Yeah. But a lot of times people don't think that it's worth that. It is worth that work. Define and know what you want and stick to that. Right. No matter what comes up, no matter what's going on, define it, stick to that, and don't let anything pull you off of that. Mm-hmm. So that's what we, we both, you know, at the second time we came together, we were on, we knew where we were going. Right. We had a definition, mm-hmm. we had a purpose. We knew where we were trying to get to. Yeah. And so the second time, that made it more, it was weightier. Let me put mm-hmm. it, it was weight to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We had some weight to it. But what I want, I guess to say in this segment, bigger than anything, that if you don't hear nothing else, you are worth the work. Mm. Ooh, let me lean back <laughs> in this chair. Say that one more time. You are worth the work. Mm. You are worth the work. No matter how long, no matter how deep, no matter how hard, no matter what to the extent, you are worth the work. Yes. And the other person mm-hmm. is worth the work. Yes. But even before you get into that, you individually mm-hmm. are worth the work. Yeah. Because whether it be with a relationship, whether it be your career, whatever it is, you are the only one. You you are the only one that can make the choice that you are worth that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that right there is what helped he and I because he was on a journey as well. Yeah. That's what I mean by defining it. Mm-hmm. He had gone through some experiences where Lord had got his attention and he was like, well, you know, okay, we are trying to go the same direction. Mm-hmm. And then another thing, and I don't even know if I shared this with you, Michelle, okay. but there was a point where we almost messed up. You, I remember that. But I tell you that, mm-hmm. 
and my god thank you lord he's in the lane and i was like you're gonna have to pray for us because you know we grown people around here yeah you know we know what the other one we getting and it's getting tough and she said to me how close can you get to the fire before you feel the heat yeah don't put yourself in compromising positions yeah that changed the whole ball game yep i remember that yeah it changed the whole ball game so it's just basically knowing that you're worth the work be wise we don't put enough emphasis on wisdom yeah and prudence mm. thinking yeah. you know minding your mind yeah okay that's deep mind your mind what are you thinking what are you putting in there what are you letting come in your mind what lies are you believing the, all of that is work you know all of that is your worth the work in that i mean you become a better version of you the best version of you give somebody else the best version of you but before you give somebody else the best version of you give yourself yeah the best version of you yeah know exactly what you're bringing to the no, table right because even when you say you're worth the work i want people to understand that that you're worth the work from the person and then you're also worth the work from yourself you're you're worth putting in that that work within yourself without anybody even around without a partner even around that's why i say individual just yeah. for yourself yeah i want people to make sure they hear that right yeah for yourself it doesn't have to be because you were trying to you know be your best version for that person or somebody else be the best version of you for, for you. you you are worth the work individually yeah without any outside stimuli yeah you are worth the work yeah Ooh. be that for yourself i love that i love that i also want to just touch on i feel like the place that we're going this is gonna step on some toes I feel like the place that we're going collectively is going to be led by women. Don't know how that's going to come to fruition, don't know how that's going to manifest, but I feel like women have had a spiritual charge for so long and it has been suppressed generation after generation after generation. Um, and, you know, I feel like the the four walls of the church is coming down and the church is going to end up being bigger and more community led. And I think women are going to lead that charge. Mm -hmm. And so I want people to understand that um, that may require those hard boundaries with your partner saying I'm not compromising the call that has been put on my life for you mm -hmm. and I, I this is a story I remember you saying between you and Spanky I think someone had called you one evening they needed your help and you went and helped them and I think that was the first mm -hmm. time he had seen you in that role in that experience mm -hmm. And there was a conversation that had to be had yep. about that and you had to tell him this this mm -hmm. is me mm -hmm. and i'm not compromising that and that was 
that was before you got in you were in ministry but that was before you officially got in ministry if that makes sense yeah and uh, I know exactly the incident you're talking about and forgive me because I did not answer the, that part of the question when you asked it earlier but um, what happened was one of my best friends was in a situation where her and her children needed to get out mm -hmm. of the house mm -hmm. and so we gotta go we gotta go get them Mm -hmm. You know, you and I, yeah, we're on, you know, spending time together, but that call is a must. You know, got to go get them. And there was, um, he didn't say anything, but the body language and, you know, all of that was, but I had to make it clear that this is a part of my ministry, part of the call. This is what I do. And can you handle that? Yeah. And this is once he saw the the desperation and once he saw the baby's faces and what needed to happen, it's almost as if that ministry became part of his too. Mm -hmm. You know, because mm -hmm. he's that you know his heart. Yeah. You know yeah. my husband. Yes. That's yes. his heart anyway. Yes. You know? Yes. But he didn't understand it, mm -hmm. you know, at first. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, it was almost like Man, God, I'm gonna show you this so that you can see a part of yours as well. Yeah. You know that this would be a part of your call too. Yeah. You know, um, but what I did have to learn in in ministry and in my operating in my call and all there are boundaries exactly. with that as well. Yes, you know, and there is um, balance. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us sometimes don't think about balance yeah. because we're so used to juggling. You know what I mean? Everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's a woman. That's what we do. Yeah. You know, we yeah. got this hat on. We probably got 10 hats. Yeah. And then try to put one on our foot. Right. <laughs> you know, and yeah. we're trying to make all of that happen. And God showed me, you know how we just talk about our dreams. Yeah. He showed me a dream. And in this dream, I'm just reckless. I mean, driving my truck, I'm all in the ditch, running over light poles. And I'm like, Jesus, what? You showing me I'm having a wreck? You know, <laughs> what are you showing me? And the Spirit said, you're being reckless. You're doing all of this, and not though it's good, yeah. all of it is not God. Yeah. All of it is not what I'm telling you to do. Yeah. You know, let somebody somebody else is called for that. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Yes. Get you your balance and yes. stay right there. Yes. You know, don't yes. feel like you got to do this. You got to do that. Oh, girl, and a part of that was performance. A part a part of that was trying to please God and trying to please people mm. because I'm thirsty. Yeah. Yeah, see yeah, what I mean? Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm trying to please, and then I don't want to tell nobody no. But the best thing that happened to me is I got a righteous no. Yes, I cleared my plate. The Holy Spirit said, Clear your plate of everything that's not God. That the food may be good, you may be doing a good thing, yeah, but clear your plate of the stuff that I have not told you, and yeah. then you can do like you some things very well, yeah. Instead of being pulled in too many directions. Yeah. 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 So that right there. And then my then went once um it, the more we matured too, mm -hmm. then he was like, Man, what you know, what is my purpose? You know what I mean? That's it. Yeah, once we matured, we what is my purpose? What am I supposed to be doing? That's it. You know, because you know it. You yeah. feel there's something just knowing, I don't feel fulfilled. What am I doing? I'm just living for myself. You yeah. know, who am I helping? What am I doing? Yeah. What difference am I making? Yeah. You know, we all are put here to fix something. Yes. Or to be somebody's antidote or be medicine for something. We all are here for something. Right. 
And you know that once you're doing all this stuff, yeah, and you're still like, where's this empty place at? Mm-hmm. You know, why am I feeling this empty place? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. there's something that you've been called to do that you're and not you doing. Ain't do- you ain't doing it. You are not doing it. No. <laughs> you done get you done gave the intro to the last three episodes. Oh Jesus! <laughs> you really have, but oh, it's wow. good. It's good because that's confirmation to me that the way I put it, put it in there. Okay. The yeah. way I the way it came to me in the order okay. that it came to yeah. me was for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I, I'm. Mm. I'm so happy you did this episode. I really am. Um, I, I and I want to say one thing. Yeah, too. go ahead. Um, because you know me, I don't want you to hold back. If there's a question you want to ask, ask. I'll I'll answer it as honestly honestly as I can. You know. Um, so, cause I know you know me, but I will. I know. Yeah. And I know your heart, and I know that. Um. I, so. You know, the podcast was just about the, the 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 term respectable. And there I didn't want people to think going into this that I feel like every woman has layers, right? And I think that a woman can definitely be if we're looking at just me by example, um I'm not perfect, but I'm definitely the woman that I got a sailor's mouth. I still love, <laughs> I still love God. I know the book of James. I know that ain't right, but you know, it just, it's just, you know, but again, I know the book of James, yes. right? Uh, <laughs> I, I love just, this moment. I, <laughs> I love it. I just, um, I think that and it may and I think that's the part of me that that doesn't have boundaries, right? Like I may mm-hmm. have myself closed off and I may have uh, walls up in certain ways, but where I'm trying to take down walls is just everything about me that is complex and everything about women that are complex. And so I didn't want people to be like, oh, Michelle's starting off with this um, this first episode that is clearly like f it. Um, and she's going into different things. Um, a lot of people feel like if you go one way, then you're kind of going against God and religion. And if you go to God, that you you're you're not being human to be like, well, no, I do curse, no, I do have sex, no, you know. And so I I wanted these episodes and these topics and my guests to give that perfect blend of it mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Well, can I say something? You know yeah. what you just said though. What that just breaks that all up is religion. Yeah. Because the whole thing is about relationship. Yes. And everybody has their own individual relationship, relationship. with God. Yes. You know, and so yours is not going to look like mine. Yeah. Where you're saying cursing and, and it's, Michelle, you okay. You know, yeah. you can do that. Tisa can't. Yeah. You know, because of my, you know, the different dynamics yes. or different relationships. Yes. And it's not, I'm not judging you. you yeah. I'm sitting here laughing. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. God, you know, because I know God is like, oh, my child. You know, oh, this, that's Michelle. You know, that's that's that yeah. daughter. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody has that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And I'm it. And, right. And so I understand that. Yeah. So this and then, too, what is going to make a, I ain't going to say change. Yeah. A transformation is realness. Yeah. Is people being real. Yeah. You know, because you've gotten enough fluff. 
so much fluff to where your head about to pop off. Like, I don't want to hear anything else. I want to hear no more fluff. I don't want to hear no more yeah. philosophy. I don't, yes. None of that. Yes. Give me the real. Yes. You know, this is what the real is. Yes. So you are going to, your, your podcast is going to be rich. Yeah. It's going to be so rich and it's going to transcend and reach. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, okay, you got this person that has this relationship with God that can, oh, yeah, I hear this. And then you got this person like, God, who? What, who is that? You right. know? Right. And then, you know, you hope that they hear it and be like, okay, well, who? Who is that? You know, and then yeah. get interested in God. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. So just do you. Yes. You, your relationship. You know, you know it's confirmation. You just said confirmation. Yeah. And we only get the ideas from yes so we know we're going in the right direction yeah keep moving there yeah keep going there yeah. and you're going to reach i'm excited i'm excited and i hadn't even heard them so i don't know what you be saying <laughs> i'm scared now i'm scared lord i'm here like lord my baby what what she just say jesus did she just say that word oh lord you know so i, I you know me. I'm, I'm, I, I got these three babies, and I'm torn. Well, please don't listen to the podcast oh, with the God. babies in the car. No. Wait today. I, mm, mm, mm. Lord have mercy, girl. Give them the podcast when they turn by 16. Oh, Lord. They going to need it at 16. <laughs> yes, yes. They and see, need and I understand that. Yeah. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said it's going to be rich, yeah. you know? Yeah. You don't want it to be watered down. Yeah. Because watered down anything is not good for you. Right. You right. know what I mean? Right. Give me full strength <laughs> so that I know how to adjust. <laughs> <laughs> so that I know what the real is. Right. You know? Right. So that I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> so that I'm not getting hit in the face with something and you're like, what? You didn't tell me that. And it's funny you said that. I gotta say this. Just like last night, we went to a uh, event, and they had chicken spaghetti. And I tried to tell the lady beside me. I was like, I believe that they put chili, you know, chili powder in the chicken spaghetti. I've never had chili powder in the chicken spaghetti. Yeah. So I tried to tell her this, and then when she took a bite of it, she her face was like, <gasps> like, oh my god, you know what? The chili powder. And so, reason why I say that is, is I warned you. You know what yes. I mean? I told you what was in there. You didn't listen. You didn't listen. I told you what was in there. You didn't listen. So, what I'm saying to you is you're giving the real. You're putting it out there. Keep doing that. Don't let anybody, you know, sway you. Which I know you and you yeah. won't. Yeah. Because it's not about being judgmental. It's about giving people what they need so that they're not knocking off, knocked off course. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So they're not knocked off their path because you didn't tell me that this was gonna hit this hard. Yeah, you, know? yeah. you didn't tell me the real about this and now I'm stunned. Yeah. You know, it's just like, I heard something about walking into a cobweb. You know, I walked into a cobweb and I had to do all this cause I lost focus. You know, you yeah. try to pull it off your face yeah. and all of that and you lost focus, you lost your step. Yeah. But what you're doing is you're letting people know this cobweb is coming. You right. know, this is what's in the cobweb. This is all the stuff that's tangled up in there. Yeah. I'm giving it to you, the real. So now you know how to adjust and what to do with it. Mm. So they don't knock you off focus and knock you off your path. Mm. Come on, so keep giving it. Keep doing it like that. <laughs> but you know I'm be praying for you. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> I, I need everybody's prayers now. Yes. I need everybody's prayers. Now don't stop praying for me. 
the Lord is like, I listen. We just gonna we gonna she here for a purpose, and yes. I'm and 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 as long as she listens, she can cuss. But as long as she listens and go down the road, she'll be fine. <laughs> we'll be cussing all the way down the road, but it's the right road that yeah. you're going down. So by grace, Jesus. By grace and by a lot of a lot grace. of grace. Um. All right. Well, tell the people um how to connect with you. Um how you connect with the community, how you want people to find you, your business, um, on the internet. Okay. So, um, actually, right now, and I'm glad you said this, um, my business is Charitable Chocolates. Actually, it's Me Period Brands, LLC. A lot of people don't know that. Okay. I am um, just kind of sitting right now in the process of seeing how to flush it all out and which direction it's going because me period basically is a self-esteem campaign mm -hmm. um it is a anti-bullying campaign oh, yeah. um so it's a lot of layers to it charitable chocolate is just my dba you know that's yeah. just how i get people's attention they yeah. know charitable chocolate yeah. you know but there is something deeper on the other side of it and me period just means that michelle barnes is michelle barnes this is who i am don't yeah. add anything to me and don't take anything away from me. I am who I am. This is how I was created. Yeah. So what you what you putting out here yes. is me, period. That's it. That's it. I don't want to be you. I don't want you to be me. Yes. I want you to be authentically you because I want to be authentically me, period. period. That's it. So um, there's layers on there. So that's been, you know, I'm building, trying to see which way, you know, God yeah. want me to go with that. Yeah. But right now, for you to ask that question, um, I am in the process of building my family. When you said that about women and where they are, Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, focus right now on building your family. Mm. But don't put me in a box when I say that to you. Yeah. Because your family is more than Mallory, Marissa, Mason, and Spanky. Yeah. You have spiritual children, spiritual family that I'm calling you to yeah. build people, yeah. build that. Yeah. You know, and with you say that about women, if you think about it, the, women, the woman is the house. The, she makes the house. Yes. She makes the house. You know, that's and he told me, he said, what family looks like now is is unconventional. Yeah. I'll get back to the foundation of a woman building the house. Because yeah. you know me. I'll I'll be working, I'm yeah. going to be moving. And but when the Holy Spirit tells you to sit down and build your house, you pay attention to yeah. that. So that I believe that that is coming. I'm not saying that a woman's going to be stagnant, that she's going to be laying in the house having babies. That's not what I'm saying. So don't don't get that twisted. That's not what I'm saying. But if you think about making a house a home, yeah, a woman does that. Yeah. And we're talking about a physical house. We're talking about the church house. Yeah. You know, because there are some housekeeping rules, housekeeping that needs to come out. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know. So that's what I believe is coming, coming down the pipeline. Ooh, you said a lot. That's a whole nother episode. I'll say this. Um, I had a conversation with my dad about women in the church. And, you know, he is a Star Baptist preacher. And I've talked about him on other episodes that I want him, like, second to the last episode is the episode I saw for him. 
Um, so baby, y'all better buckle up, Sally, because ooh, goodness, you about to hear an eighty-one-year-old man talk about baby. But uh, but um, just like I am that, I am that child of God. I definitely am that child of of Eddie, where I challenge, and I said to him, Daddy this is why I have an issue with how the church treats women because when you want material stability traditionally you get that from your daddy you want you want the food in the house you go to your daddy I said but when you need wisdom and when you need nurturing you go to your mama I said so I don't understand how in the household when you need that wisdom, you ain't go. The first place you going to is not your daddy for it. When you when you are sick and you need to feel better, you that you not go. You go to your mama. That's who you think of. And he just looked at me. I said, so just like that, when it comes to women's roles, um, especially in the church, I don't see where the dynamic goes to where women are lesser than men. I said because really we hold more of the power because. We giving you, we giving you your your nourishment <laughs> and your sound advice. I said, even and you know, cause I curse, but I still know the Bible. I said, even Mary had to tell Jesus it was okay to do the uh to complete his first miracle. I said, and furthermore, Mary's job wasn't done after she gave birth to Jesus. Somebody had to give him to that thirty third year baby. I said, it was her that got him there. I said, so for him to even go down his path, he needed his mama every step of the way. Where, where was his daddy? Baby, my daddy looked at me. <laughs> my daddy looked at me. And he just, he didn't say a word. He just had to think about it. He didn't say nothing. I said, daddy, we ain't got to talk about it. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying, daddy. Like, give us our respect. Put some respect on our name. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's yeah. all. And it's, it's just that it's each and I'm gonna put it like this: is each individual call? Yes. It's each individual call. Yeah. That's what it is. Everybody has their own individual call, and we, but to work them collectively, that's the challenge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is the that's challenge. It. Is to work them collectively, but that's what we're called to. Yeah. Because it says a house divided. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. We, we all know what it says. So that individual call, everybody needs to understand their individual call and their purpose yeah. work it stay yeah. in their lane yeah you know and work that and yeah. work your individual call and stay in your lane no competition yeah. it's not about that it's not about we're all moving in the same right, direction it's gonna work it's gonna work it's gonna all because you're in your lane you're in your calling you're in your purpose and you're not there's a team there mm-hmm. and you that if the team is working because i don't care if the team has 99 points and what, what the one person had 45 mm-hmm. the entire team got 90 99 but the other team got 101 the other team still won mm-hmm. even though that mm-hmm. one even if one person in the team had 45 on half of them yeah the team still lost yeah so if everybody is doing what they supposed to do yeah. staying in their own individual lane and not fighting each other right not pulling you Yep. I, what I'm gonna do? Why I'm gonna steal the ball from you? Yeah. You about to make a layup, yeah. and I'm on your team, and I'm gonna steal the ball from you. Why? Right. You gonna make a missed point? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that may be yep. the one point we need to win. To win. That's it. That's it. 
Well, guys, we hope that you got a lot out of this. We we we've we've done it, um, and um, I we're going to. I am. What I'm going to do? I'm going to flip this. Uh, how we're ending. So I'm going to say um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Um, the MB Truth. The underscore MB underscore Truth. Um, also, if you have loved the podcast so far, please make sure that you're subscribing, following, um, rating, liking, so that it pops up for other people um, who are searching for this podcast or maybe just the topics that we're talking about. Um, definitely appreciate that. And um, the last word is we're going to close out in prayer. And I did so good. I didn't curse this entire episode. Thank you, Lord. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> Tisa, thank you so much. I love you. I love you. I love you. Um, and um, go ahead and make me sweat because I know how your prayers oh, are. Oh, gosh. Oh, Lord God, we just thank you again for our opportunity, first of all, to just love on you all and to fellowship and to let your wisdom shine through us, Lord God. Let your light shine before me so that you will be glorified. We want to make sure, Lord God, that we understand that it's bigger than us. We thank you, Lord God, that this is not just about one individual person, Lord God, but it takes all of us, God, working together as a team to accomplish all that you want to be accomplished here in the earth realm, God. God, I want to pray, Father God, for that person that has been struggling, Lord God, with pain, with trauma, with depression, oh, with soul mm -hmm. abuse, God. Oh, you let me feel it the other night. So, God, I pray now in the name of Jesus that your love be that healing staff and that balm, God, applied to those wounds that they need, God, to be healed and set free, God, of any bondage that has been on their life, God. There are so many women, God, I know that from ch from children, young ages of five, four, three, God, that has gone through even molestation and, oh, God, just so much trauma and so much pain. Lord God, and I want to pray for that person to be released now from that bondage, oh God. God, I pray that we will learn to be gentle with ourselves, God. We learn to be tender with ourselves, Lord God, and to allow you, God, to love on us. And also, Father God, to allow us, God, to love on others, God, as we are transformed, God, as we are healed, as we mm -hmm. are whole, God, that we are worth the work. Mm -hmm. God, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will show us how to do the inner work that we need to be fulfilled and to be whole and to walk complete, that we don't need another person to complete us, God, but we know that you do it and that we, God, are enough. God, I bless you and I praise you for this podcast. I thank you for Michelle. God, I thank you for the vision that you have given her. God, I pray that she has absolutely everything that she needs to keep on making a difference, God. I thank you for her purpose, God. I thank you, Lord, that you have even allowed me to be in her life, God, to be an influence. And I pray, God, that she will continue to influence others. God, you told me that healed people heal people. Mm. God, and I bless you, God, that we all... God, are being healed so that we can continue healing, God, so that we continue, Father God, God, to be a beacon light so that we can continue in the name of Jesus, God, for this next generation that's coming up behind us, God, that we will not leave them in a shambles, God. Oh, my goodness. Lord, I thank you in the name of Jesus, God, 
that we will leave them an inheritance, God, that we will leave them an inheritance of wholeness and healing and wellness, God. I thank you that we can be transparent. I thank you that we can be real and still understand that you love us, God, and that we all are on the potter's wheel. We are mm -hmm. all a work in progress, God. I bless you and I praise you, Father God, for the women, God, that are going to hear this podcast, the men that are going to hear it, Lord God, and understand that they can be free, that they can be open, God, to be healed and to be whole, that no one can judge. And there's nothing wrong in seeking help. There's nothing wrong, God, in opening up. I don't care how deep the trauma is. I don't care what pain. I don't care what happened. All you want to know is that we are willing to be healed. Just like Jesus said, do you want to be made whole? Mm. Do you want to be healed? All you're looking for is for us to say, yes, we want to be whole. We want to be healed. Don't care what it is and what happened. I pray for freedom, God, that the minds of the people be free indeed to be whole and healed and walk in their purpose and to let their light shine, God, so that you will be glorified. God, I thank you now in the name of Jesus, for all that you are going to do and all that you have already done. We bless you and we praise you. Amen. Amen.